The Regional Plan Association made a public presentation Monday evening at the Cranford Community Center on their study of the potential impact of a shutdown of the Hudson River rail tunnels used by Amtrak and New Jersey Transit trains to go to and from New York City. Nat Bottingheimer, the New Jersey director of the RPA, made the presentation, which focused on the financial and commuting impact of the closure of the tunnels. He spoke with Cranford Radio after the presentation. You talked this evening about some of the statistics, both in terms of money potentially lost, time that would be lost with a shutdown, a planned shutdown of the Hudson River tunnels. That information has gone out and is known, I would think, to many elected officials, but still we're kind of stuck with talking about the process. Is there anything more that the RPA can do to move the process along a bit faster? The events that we're organizing with the Mayors of the Raton Valley Coalition is one example of this, of providing information to our congressional delegation so that they can give tours to their colleagues in Congress. I mean, I think the kind of work that Congressman Malinowski did, uh, bringing his colleagues, including uh, Congress people from the West Coast, to tour the tunnel, um, helps build the base of support in Congress. And at a certain point, uh, if you have a must-pass bill in the Congress and all of the representatives are broadly for it, you know, that puts pressure on the administration to take action. So uh, developing information, developing alliances, supporting activities by our federal representatives, those are all ways that we can help them build support with colleagues of theirs at the national level. You're presenting quite a few numbers on the screen this evening. But what were some of the highlights in terms of some of the main points that you wanted to get across in terms of the impact of what's going on with the potential shutdown of the Hudson River Tunnels? Three most shocking are the number of people a day who would have their their car commutes increased by an hour or more. Over 100,000 people would have their, their commutes increased by that much. Another 150,000 people would have their commutes increased by as much as 10 minutes or more. So... This is something that affects not just rail riders, but also uh, regular automobile commuters throughout North Jersey. Uh, the second number that's just just uh, really startling and jumped out is the impact to people's home values. $22 billion uh, for homes within two miles of rail stations around North Jersey over those four years, and that's that's gonna that's gonna affect people's you know view of their home value. It, it, they'll notice it. The RPA is an organization that may not be known by a lot of people who are outside of government and outside of the transportation world. What is the RPA? Who makes it up? So we're a 100-year-old nonprofit. Uh, we're planning, research, and advocacy organization. Uh, we were formed in the 1920s, and we've been advocating for economic growth and environmental preservation uh, and access to employment and housing affordability throughout, those, throughout the century. Uh, one of our first signature accomplishments was to uh, to promote the location of the George Washington Bridge in its current location. It was originally actually uh, planned to go through Midtown Manhattan, and we looked at that and thought, you know what, with the rise of the automobile and interstate automobile traffic, this is really not something that should be going through downtown. It should be located further north. And other things that people might recognize as being um, features of the New York area, the Gateway National Recreation Area, Sandy Hook, and Jamaica Bay, something that we spent a long time advocating for, uh, and the conversion of Rikers Island from an old fort to uh, a national park. The event was hosted by the Raritan Valley Rail Coalition, which has been advocating for a one-seat ride to and from New York City for Raritan Valley Line riders since 1998. 
Bruce Bergen is the chairman of the group, and I also spoke with him to get an update on where things stand. Bruce, this evening we heard a presentation from the Regional Plan Association about the potential impact of a shutdown of the Hudson River tunnels. People on the Raritan Valley line, though, are also very concerned with the one-seat ride. Can you give us a bit of an update as to where things stand? On the one-seat ride, uh, as people may know, uh, a number of years ago we were able to get a couple of off-peak trains added uh, and then a couple weekend trains added. March of 2018, March, April, I forgot exactly, those were suspended by New Jersey Transit because work had to be done to install the first part of the positive train control system. And we were told that when that was done, December of 2018, we should get our 1C ride back. Well, here we are seven, eight months later, and it still hasn't happened. We haven't gotten, quite frankly, a very clear or firm explanation from New Jersey Transit. But from what I gather, it's partly due to further work on the positive train control, uh, a shortage of engineers, which is system-wide, obviously. It's also, I um, understand, due to work being done in New York Penn Station and Newark Penn Station, work that isn't controlled by New Jersey Transit. It's controlled by Amtrak, who owns the stations and the line. So all of those things, it's my understanding, have sort of conspired together to deny the ability to reinstate them. Other things that you mentioned a lot of people have not really paid much attention to is asking if New Jersey Transit could run more Raritan Valley Line trains into Hoboken, which I think has plenty of capacity, at least at the terminal. What have you heard, if anything, from NJ Transit regarding that proposal? We, we have raised that with them. I've raised it at board meetings a number of times over the last eight or nine months. Uh, unfortunately, to laymen not involved in transportation, it sounds easy. You just run the trains into Hoboken and you bring them out. Apparently, there, uh, there are some technical issues. One, of course, is always staffing. If, uh, if a train ends in Newark, then the staff's available in Newark to get on another train and come back in the other direction. If it runs to Hoboken, now that train crew is not in Newark, so that becomes a logistic and, quite frankly, a financial issue. The other thing has to do with Amtrak controls many of the lines, and so New Jersey Transit has to negotiate with them for, for the use. The trains going into Hoboken in don't cross an Amtrak track, but to get out again, because of the way the tracks are configured, they have to cross an Amtrak line. So that creates a technical issue and a practical issue on getting the trains out of Hoboken again. So the long and the short of it is it's not as easy as it seems. We're pushing for it, but I can't. I, they haven't given us any indication when or if that might happen. A rally will be held Wednesday evening on Platform 5 at Newark Penn Station to push for a one-seat ride. For Cranford Radio, this is Bernie Wagonblast reporting.